Last week's episode sounded crisp, really. So good. Are, are you saying that because we're recording and you want to sound on record that you're actually being nice to me? Because what you just said a second ago was really mean. Listen, I don't care who talks about this behind your back, to your face, but if you're going to confide in me how much your asshole dilates, then I'm just going to have to have my own judgment on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Reginald Scott Garola, and this is my compatriot, William the Third. Ooh, you just said your middle name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it in there. I don't care anymore. No, I probably shouldn't. You don't know. You'll never know. Some people will know. People who know me will know. Oh, god damn it. I was well, just letting him drown there for a little bit. Uh, here's there, your life preserver, Willie. How are you? There goes my identity. Oh, hey, speaking of which, in my weekly rant of sh- stupid shit your parents do, uh, a couple months ago, I got a phone call from my dad and he goes, hey, so I got this weird email saying that my Apple ID was compromised. So I called him and I w- walked through it. That was me. And I was like, oh, no, what did, what did they ask? And he goes, I, I mean, they asked for me to be able to identify myself which totally makes sense i'm like what well, what did you give him he goes give my credit card number i gave him my Shut address up. i gave him for my real? social security number your dad did this yes oh my gosh <laughs> are you not his son so i don't swear in front of my parents i for some reason i've always had that like level of respect there that you're my parents i'm I, i'm gonna try and be the kid you want me to be but the only words I had in that moment are, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> My mom actually called me today and said, I, somebody just called from uh, from Amazon saying that they were going to cancel my account. So I hung up on them and I was like, good for you, mom. I am proud of you. She's like, yeah, I remembered I don't have an account on Amazon. So I just didn't give him anything and I hung up in the middle of his sentence. See, that's how it should be, parents. Yeah, be more like Scott's parents. So your dad's broke living on the streets now or what? <laughs> I think he had to go potentially get his social sec- I I made him freeze all of his credit cards, get new ones for the ones that he fucked up. And then I said, you better freeze everything because they're bound to come after you at some point. Now, oh. you as an old man probably don't care very much. But when you have somebody trying to buy a house in your name and you're trying to be like, I'm 70 and don't want to deal with this, you're going to be dealing with this. Yeah, and as somebody who could potentially, you know, get some money from him in the future, you probably want him to have that little nest egg to pass to you. I'm planning on getting nothing. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to work it for myself. Same, same. In the same boat. Which is Uh, why we're doing the podcast. (laughs) Hey, speaking of which, let us unironically promote all of the other things we do at the top of the episode uh, so that you guys know, just as we get started, where to follow us. This week, we are going all in on our Instagram. All so in. If there isn't a new episode, pop on over to our Instagram. It's just sub for that. It's it's an Instagram called sub for that. It's, oh, okay. It's, it says we're a community now because we signed up for this this thing where we're like a professional podcast Instagram account. It was free, so I just clicked a button. We want Instagram to be a place where we can engage all of you in the conversation around Reddit outside of the big conversation on the show. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the place where we'll, you know, we'll edit all of our photos to be like one color palette 
and we'll make recommendations on what kind of throw pillows to have on your couch and how you should uh, dress your dog. And we'll have our us and our kids there, you know, posed like rich people. It's, it's going to have are specifically Those are specifically the photos that Scott posts. The ones that I post are going to be the ones where I just barely cover the areola. Just enough to where your eyes are like, it's got to be there. I know. I can see part of it. It's right there. I, it is. If I look long enough, it'll show up or something will happen. And in the comments, you'll be able to, to, to you know, discuss with us. Are we showing too much nipple? Are we showing not enough? But, but seriously, come over to sub for that on Instagram and check out the post show where we'll literally be posting things after the show. Now, if there isn't a podcast, there's also a good chance that it is, uh, Willie, help me do this math. Is it going to be, so 14, 28, it'll be our 42nd podcast. Is that right? What's 14 podcasts from this one? What's 14 podcasts? From 28. Right, this is 29. This is 30, Scott. Anyway, there's a good chance that it's the 14th podcast from the previous 14th podcast, because those just randomly disappear on us for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, so good luck, 44. We're we're rooting for you. You remember last week we were talking about the, the gentleman who went all in on the hot dog in epoxy? Yeah, it was the best thing on Reddit. Did you see the other best thing on Reddit from this week? No. Tell me more. Uh, now, first of all, I love the fact that that episode or that specific moment was tailored around uh, an individual who's going to follow something, who's going to go die hard into something that, for all intents and purposes, is pretty dumb. But awesome. I I'm actually love... kind of curious about what he does or what she does or what they do with the rest of their time when they're not epoxying food. Aren't you curious now? What if they're just a bad human being? Have you ever thought about it that way? What if they're just like the worst? What oh, okay. All right. Uh, now I'm not thinking it, about it anymore. I've stopped. Is it Kaylee McEnany? What's her name? It's just, it's just Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> <laughs> We also, last episode, talked about uh, use, throwaway usernames. Oh, yeah. Secret usernames. This week, there was a post, and, and then in the comments, somebody said something unironic. They said, I'm going to be ad- admitted to the hospital on Monday. Three meals a day, medicine, examinations, constant care. I will never see a bill. Universal health care really is a must-have in modern society. That's a sentence from this user. To which someone commented and said, not a single usage of the letter F username checks out. That original poster, their username is I hate the letter F. So this week on Data is Beautiful, another user went and tracked every post that that person has made since the incept, since the creation of their account and has discovered that only once did they use the letter F and that is in their name. Whoa. That's that is dedication. dedication. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ah, but it has to let's be a caffeine-free Coke because you know what I have. You have to get you have to get the weird copper-colored can, the one that nobody ever buys. It's the mm-hmm. caffeine-free, caffeine-free diet. Ew, never diet. Regular, classic. And it's a gold can, you know. I like to think that, yeah, I I won because I have this. So this dude made a username. Hates the letter F. Gosh, people are so smart and clever. We should have that person on the show and see if if they use the letter F in their regular speech. My guess, if I, if I was this user, I would just remove that key off of my keyboard. 
<laughs> I bet that, that, that they actually have that for sure. Have you have you dedicated yourself to some stupid craft ever that hard? Oh boy. I'm just thinking back to like all the times I've played video games for hours. I have nervous tics, but I don't think, you know, like I, I pick at my cuticles at least once or twice a day. I rub like my forehead because it feels dry in like one spot, but I feel like I have to rub all of the dry skin off of it. But I think these are just like more signs that I might have to talk to somebody in the future <laughs> rather than like dedication. Yeah, yeah, man. I think you just need an adult. You need an adult to have a conversation with. I need help. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of if I have any weird quirks like that myself. Do you always do your hair in like a certain way? I mean, I don't think this guy has OCD necessarily, but maybe he's just maybe the letter F. You know how you press F to pay your respects? Maybe he just doesn't give any respect. He's, he has zero fucks to give, man. Zero Fs to give. Yeah. Zero ucks to give, right? <laughs> this is such a stupid joke. <laughs> but you laughed. Yeah. So now oh, God. He's stupid. That's my fault. No, I really suck, man. There's nothing that I have that much dedication to. Am I a bad person for not dedicating my life to something that hard? Maybe, but the jury's still out. On the other hand, maybe that guy is just really paranoid. And just like this week in Shower Thoughts, r slash Shower Thoughts, there's a post that says, If you don't smoke pot because you're afraid it will make you paranoid, you're experiencing the side effect without even smoking. Think about that, Willie. Um, Say that again. I'm sorry. I'm not high enough for this question yet. If you don't smoke pot because you're afraid it will make you paranoid, then you're already experiencing the side effects without even smoking. Oh, I hate it. Put that into your pipe and don't smoke it. I have a story that goes along with this. So I had a, a sheltered childhood. The very first time I ever had a drink, like a real drink, not one that your dad hands you and is like, here, have a drink of this, son. <laughs> my first my first drink, it was in October before I turned 21 in November. I have a sad story like that, too. Uh, so smoking weed, I think I had friends or, or acquaintances growing up that did. But that made me super scared. There was no way in hell I was going to do that. So I dated a girl. Uh, I was back. I was 25 years old. And that's something she had done. So she's like, I'm going to bring you along for this process. And I was super nervous. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like rubbing. I'm like rubbing my thighs. I'm like, oh, my God, this is I can't. I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm already anxious, just like this shower thought talks about. I have Bandit at the time. Bandit is probably like one year old. As it's starting to hit and my anxiety is coming out of me, I start having this panic attack. Like I feel this like tingle rising from my feet all the way up to my knees and I'm panicking. So I like get up to like run to the bathroom because I think I'm going to barf. Sure, sure. And then I immediately stop and I just stand in the middle of the living room and I pull out my phone and I Google search, is weed going to kill my cat? (laughs) (laughs) Because he was high as a kite. Bandit was definitely inhaling the smoke and running around like a madman. That would explain why he probably has the munchies to this day. You just got him real, really contact high, and he's never known anything since. Just got to release some of that tension, bud, and I'm not going to touch your Willie again. But he'll touch yours, because your name's Willie. Do you want to hear my sad drinking story? Yes. Okay, yeah, senior year of high school, I'm dating someone 
who is a year younger than me. I, I'm, I'm like a hardcore Catholic at this point, right? Next year comes, I graduate, I go off to college. I, I have it in me, kind of rewinding back to the previous story, that I want to dedicate myself to make it to 21 before I have a drink. Just as something, something that I did in my life and I can be mm-hmm. proud of. My girlfriend ends up breaking up with me before my 21st birthday, like a couple months. So when I get back to school after that awkward situation that made me hate one particular caribou coffee in Apple Valley for many years, my buddy is like, hey, tell you what, why don't we just have a drink? And at that point, I was so down, I just didn't care. My inhibitions were like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. So my first ever drink was a screwdriver of orange juice and Urkaroff vodka, whatever the plastic jug with the wolf on it is. You said the name right. The stuff that's collecting dust at the bottom shelf. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. Like the more expensive, the more dust because less people buy it. So the brand new bottle sitting at the bottom of the shelf that everybody buys. And so the next day, my buddy goes, hey, you've had your first drink. You want to try weed? Oh, he did, what an enabler. What an asshole. I know. He's, a, he's still a buddy to this day, but whatever. She was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this one woman ruined you. At that point in time, yeah, it was it was not good. So, typical, like, just packs a bowl into this little pipe. I take, we just puff it back and forth until it's all gone. And he's like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know, I feel kind of kind of normal like you can feel it kind of behind your eyes just that like pressure that just builds up because all the blood's rushing to your face yeah and he's like all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get some food from the cafeteria or something you just hang out and chill out and like text me if you need anything what i didn't know is that he hit record on his computer and had the microphone going because it was his plan to record me the very first time to see if anything happened I start looking around the room and finding everything completely hilarious. Yeah, I was, there was somebody in a poster that I started having a conversation with and like giggling like a madman. And I still have the recording. Please send it to me. Please. The audience has to hear this. If I can find it, it's on my other computer because I got a new computer. Ta-da. Scott finally uh, got a new computer. Well, I will post it on our instagram where we can continue to have the conversation but let's we're a little off topic here i think all this smoke is making us paranoid so let's let's bring it back to to reddit yeah you want to talk about some uh reality that will gut punch you in the chest as long as it doesn't donkey punch me yes all right this is the part of the show where we talk about politics and the coronavirus because somehow those two are synonymous with one another anyway thanks for listening see you next week so there was this post where this uh, this woman sends out a tweet that says herpes, AIDS, and hepatitis are all viruses. That so you they have. tell us. Oh, sorry. What? what? <laughs> Ever see anybody wear a mask to prevent the spread of any of those? Yeah, me neither. To which someone responds and says, well, Karen, they're called condoms or dick masks, if that helps. Okay, first of all, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, let, can we call them di- dick masks from now on? Well, I mean, they cover more than the head, so I mean, it sh- uh, wouldn't, wouldn't. You we- wrap yours around your nuts too. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think I bought the wrong size. Yeah, Scott, you're not supposed to use balloons. It's the only way I can make my dick shaped like a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the conspiracy theory in uh, conspiracy theorist in me. What if that post is the same person and they just made up the other one to look ridiculous so they could build in the punchline? Because you, you don't think that happens every now and then on our uh, giant free community public board that is Reddit? It does. At, at, cert- at a certain point, I read Twitter and posts from Twitter around the internet, like on Reddit, the same way I watch a Marvel film. You have to suspend disbelief. Yeah, like our guy Browning from last week. Speaking of which, I think I have a follow-up to that story. Do you really? Yeah. Here on the podcast, we always want to make sure that we are as truthful as possible, that we are gathering all the facts. So we may have, from time to time, have to go back and correct ourselves. And we're more than happy to do so. So get this, Willie. Because I want to be as journalistic as possible when I make claims, I... I thought I would just do a little bit more digging in on the Browning story to make sure that I had said everything correctly. Vox Media posted an article about this whole bizarre event. As it turns out, Browning eventually came out to say that he was quoting one of his commenters and he just he didn't do it right. Like he he copied and pasted instead of like retweeting. He, he's an older guy. Maybe he doesn't know how to use Twitter. Right. So we'll give him that. That's uh, that's an interesting tale, well thought out by his team. Somebody from the Washington Post claimed to have found the the supporter, quote unquote, that he was trying to quote, and the the avatar was a cartoon of a person, so already kind of suspicious. The person's name was Dan Purdy three two two. Now, here's where it gets a little twisty. Ooh, we're going deep in the rabbit hole. The Purdy account posted a video of another person saying that he meant to quote me. It was it was a black man who said he just didn't quote me right. And I'm I'm not a sock puppet. I'm not a bot. I'm a real person. To which many people replied, how much is he paying you? So even more twisty and bizarre. Oh, this is like Pizzagate. And in another twist, people noticed similarities between that avatar and and another person's account, who I'm not just going to keep naming names here, but of the person who is the nephew of music legend Patti LaBelle. Oh, what? This is taking a twist. A Shyamalan twist. It's a rabbit hole in itself. And what ended up happening is that Purdy's account got suspended. And Browning is still going on strong, kind of trying to brush it off. So that's my follow up. Now, uh, now that we've got that little bit of levity out of the way, uh, lay your sad story. Let's just build in this clusterfuck. There's a subreddit called Aged Like Milk. What is that subreddit for, Scott? Aged Like Milk. As we all know, uh, milk is better when you leave it out and it ages and it curdles into cheese, right? Kind of the opposite of what you just said. The, The saying is aged like a fine wine. Oh, Where yes, it gets yes. Better, it gets better with time. Aged like milk is how things get really gross with time. What about with Rosemary? You can't see it, but I made him giggle. I fucking hate that <laughs> joke. I hate you so much. Uh, speaking of hate, let's talk about Ted Cruz. So in July of this summer, Ted Cruz said this, and I'm going to say it as, as this video plays. If it ends up that Biden wins in November, I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will, but if he does... 
I guarantee you the week after the election, suddenly all those Democratic governors, all those Democratic mayors will say, everything's magically better. Go back to work, go back to school. Suddenly the problems are solved. You won't even have to wait for Biden to be sworn in. All they'll need is election day and suddenly their willingness to just destroy people's lives and livelihoods, they will have accomplished their task. That's wrong. It's cynical. And, and, and we shouldn't be a part of it. And as we know, we are posting this, what, uh, a week after Thanksgiving? It's just amazing how the coronavirus has disappeared and we're able to go out. And I think, I mean, Willie, you and I both flew to, what, three major cities this week? No masks. I don't even think we wore clothes because they're just like, you know what? Come on, come as you are. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like balls, uh, balls to the floor at, at this point. Or stuck to the hot leather seat. Yeah. Oh, God. But I think we can both agree that Cruz is just a conservative sycophant who who wants to be the most important person in the room. I have been following this guy's career for several years, ever since he decided to make himself the center of attention for a lot of these controversies. He's one of those people that is undeniably intelligent. And somehow he's also one of those people that has no consciousness? Or no conscience? <laughs> he, he might not have both. He might be a robot. <laughs> a walking zombie. Yeah. It's like, no matter what anybody says to him, he, he just is smug in almost every single argumentative interaction because he thinks he's always right. Or he thinks he has the best answer. And even right now, with what you just said, where he obviously got caught being 100% completely wrong, where is his recantation? Where is he saying, like, you know what? I made a mistake and people are suffering. Let me try and actually fix things now. But nope, he's just doubling down like most politicians do when they're, what's the word? What's assholes. When you were growing up and you saw that kid who was the know-it-all in class, potentially the bully, the, the one that really got under your skin, that pushed everybody just a little too far. Can you imagine that that's the person who grew up to be Ted Cruz or name any sycophant that is in that limelight who is pushing this incredibly unjust narrative? It's it's fun to think about like your classmates from high school and to see like what they ended up going into, you know, if they came became salesmen, if they became lawyers, doctors. And and for the most part, I would say that everybody that I have kind of kept in touch with or found out about yeah, that, that kind of fits the bill. I'm looking for that um, one that still has an OnlyFans. Well, as it turns out, it's just just us. I'm the one, Willie. I'm the <laughs> one with the account. Yeah, I don't know why Ted Cruz is the way he is, but I'm sure there's a good reason. And I'm sure it's not because of all the privilege he had to get to where he is. And if for whatever reason he wasn't a privileged person, he found it more advantageous to take advantage of people rather than help them. What's the saying? Power corrupts absolutely, and or absolute power corrupts absolutely. Something like that. He's got too much power, and he's using it for his own gain. It kind of uh, I know, it's frustrating to talk about. I, I think it's frustrating because when do you reach that point where you understand the decisions you're making have the ramifications that they do, yet you don't care... That it negatively impacts other people's lives. And not just like some, but like so many. 
one of the one of the comments we got actually on our on our show is that we weren't really paying attention to maybe AOC or Lindsey Graham because we didn't think that they affected here in Minnesota our lives. But somebody pointed out that actually because they you know affect national policy, they are affecting our lives. So you know when we see these people being so mean spirited and taking advantage of the law for their own gain or for the gain of the few rather than the many, then I think we're justifiably angered by this. But how do we get Ted Cruz out of office? Beto O'Rourke was the closest shot we got. We just have to keep planting the seeds of people who aren't thinking like him or are more open-minded than him. And then hopefully, kind of like in Georgia... Which Willie, do you wanna do you wanna lay that information on us? Oh, they they announced officially that they have decided the election in favor of Biden. Correct. And the lady who runs the transitional funds has sent a letter to the president saying he can now take advantage of this process. Two weeks later, you know, but whatever. And and the process has started. But what, in what Georgia. Does that mean? Oh, they can they can use this money that's set aside to like hire the people that they need to hire to get them ready to move into office come January. Oh, okay, cool. But like Stacey Abrams did for the state of Georgia, she was able to flip it blue for the first time in since Obama. Yeah, yeah. Eight years ago. Thank you. I'm terrible at math, guys. I, I really yeah, am. We need somebody like her down in Texas. Flip it around. Drop down, flip it, and reverse it. Somebody needs to bring Missy Elliott to the yard. She didn't sing that. You don't know. I do. I have Google. You can't do math. Who is saying drop down, flip it, and reverse it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought you meant the bring people to the yard, which... It's in the same song, right? Is it? No. (laughs) But for a minute there, this is how politicians work. They get you to disbelieve your own thoughts. You know what's right. That was a great misinformation campaign. But I have, I have something to throw it down, flip it, and reverse it. How we're feeling about that last story. Are you oh, ready? God. Man, yeah. It was six to midnight the moment you asked if I was ready. All right. Well, my last story starts with cancer. Oh, God. And yes, it sucks. Everybody hates it. Fuck cancer, right? Hashtag fuck cancer. Willie, this week in r slash public freakout... A video was posted of a little boy with brain cancer screaming for joy when he was unwrapping his presents at an early Christmas celebration, and he got an Aquaman action figure. Like, this is the happiest a human being can be. He opens it up, and he screams to the heavens, fists, cute little fists clenched, says, Aquaman! (laughs) And immediately... All of the comments on this are, I truly hope you beat this disease, pray for your health, I hope you live long, and a fruitful life. And somebody posted that the first he thing died. that I could think of. What? You said somebody <laughs> posted, and then paused, so, and I said, he died. That's awful. I hope he didn't, since yeah, the story was just a couple days ago. But somebody posted the first thing that I thought when I see this is that somebody needs to tell Jason Momoa. Yes. And you know what the internet did, Willie? Jason Momoa. They wanted to, but what they did is they actually got in touch with him, and he called the little boy. Oh my god, yes. it's a cute little video, but 
good for him for like taking time out of his day. He 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 called from his home and like somebody recorded him calling, talking to this little this little guy who you know just loves this character. And I don't know, it's it just brings a tear to my eye when something like that happens. Because when I was reading the story and I read that comment, I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe I should you know tag Jason in this, but I didn't know how necessarily or right. if you know he even reads his own instagram if he has an intern that does it but enough of the internet went out of their way to get him into contact with him and it it probably just made made his christmas that much more special i think that like these stories make me think of one thing that is kind of dark but makes me it's kind of like my own shower thought it makes me think differently about a situation anytime anytime i notice something that feels like off on my body I immediately have that WebMD mentality of, oh my God, I'm going to die because of whatever is happening to me. And it could just be like a stomachache. It could be a weird headache. And I could be like, oh my God, I have a brain tumor. This is going to be serious. I'm going to go to the doctor and they're going to tell me that I have two months to live and it's really only going to be a month and I'm not going to be able to mentally cope with all of this. But then you see amazing stories like this of these people that live beyond what is pulling them down. And, and I don't mean time-wise, but I mean in that moment, they are living, right, to their fullest. They're proud, they're excited, they're being human, and they're not living behind the weight of what is trying to pull them down. Yeah, it's, it's they're just doing their best to live life like they normally would. And, you know, in that situation, what else, what else can you do? I, I just want to say... Now that we're past Thanksgiving, like many of us, we didn't have time to spend with our families. We had to spend it away. We maybe only were able to take that FaceTime call or that phone call. Maybe your family didn't make it. This is an unprecedented year for many, and I would be willing to bet that there is a majority of people that hit this Thanksgiving hoping for it to be that a happy respite in an otherwise shitty year only to find out it's just a lot more of the same. Just like Ted Cruz. <laughs> a piece of shit in a shit sandwich. I hope, though, that we can take inspiration from this young little boy that we can find joy in the smaller things. We can be happy that my parents made it through this Thanksgiving. They're around and they're healthy enough, which means, guess what? Next Thanksgiving, hopefully, I get to see them then. Yeah, so let's let's post the, the little guy. His name's Danny. His GoFundMe. Let's post those in the show that in the show notes. I just checked it, and he's still getting donations as of forty-one minutes ago. Probably in thanks to this Jason Momoa story. It's really, it's really our show. We we brought everything in. Fuck you, Jason Momoa. No, but seriously, I'd fuck you, Jason Momoa. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode, and we sincerely apologize to Jason Momoa. If you would like to continue the conversation with us, we're going to be going to Instagram for the rest of the week. You can find us there. At sub for that. And if you're more of a, a tweeter, you can find us on the Twitter. At sub for that. And if you're into the electronic version of the Pony Express. Hi, Grandma. You can still reach us at. Sub for that podcast at gmail.com. We have our own personal tweeters. At Scott Carolla. And. And WildMN293. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's Naruto. The monkey's paw. Creepy PMs or saved you a click. There's a sub for that. There's a sub for that. <laughs> <laughs>